0: greetings and welcome to the transform podcast i'm your host christopher anastasio uh welcome back guys this is episode fifty two uh it's wednesday april twentieth twenty twenty two um for everybody who celebrates hope everybody had a great easter weekend this past weekend uh and is uh, looking forward to the month of may which I can't believe is uh less than ten days away now uh so anyway guys welcome uh welcome back to the podcast um you know, today's episode so the title of today's episode, uh we don't talk about Snapchat, is is actually um, is actually a play on the song that has gained a lot of uh popularity over the last several months. Uh was even featured at the Oscars uh awards celebration uh, you know, that we do here in the United States. Um, which of course is is now known for some other infamous event with uh Will Smith and Chris Rock, but but, but during the Oscars, they celebrated the song, which was from the movie Encanto. And, uh, you know, if, if you have small children or you're interested in it and you've probably seen Encanto but by now, uh, I, I did watch it with my family a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and there's a song that was made very famous by that movie uh, that appears in that movie uh, called uh, We Don't Talk About Bruno. So, so that's where the title for today's podcast comes from. Uh, it's not, uh, you know, not meant as a disparagement towards Snapchat or anything like that. Uh, but but, in all seriousness guys and this episode won't won't dive too deep into Snapchat because quite frankly, I personally have never used it before i mean i i i've learned about it from an academic perspective and read about it and stayed on top of the news regarding it and things like that i've never actually taken the platform and created content with it and you know run my own content through it, uh, nor has the team. Uh, the transform team uh, made any use of Snapchat that that would be relevant to you guys in this context here with the podcast and everything. So you say, well, why are you talking about it, Chris? So, so the reason I wanted to talk about it was uh, as we've gone over now 52 to, the, to our 52nd episode, there are things along the way that I realize we we've either paid a lot of attention to or not as much attention to or never mentioned at all. And in some ways, you know, when I realize there's something we've never mentioned at all that may be on your guys' minds. I want to at least circle back and, and touch base on it, even if it's not something that we necessarily are going to spend lots and lots of time on or that we're not going to do you know, lots of episodes on. It's it's definitely something that I, I want to make sure there's some discussion about it so you guys know it's not like a, like we've totally ignored it or totally don't even consider it or anything like that. And so this kind of falls into that category. I think we've also... Put up a couple episodes, uh, I think we had a short one like that on uh, influencer marketing, which we will come back to. Had a short one like that on paid uh, paid advertising and how to execute that. We will come back to that one. Uh, this one I'm not so sure. Uh, Snapchat, to be very blunt with you guys, Snapchat was all the rage in, and I'm probably going to be maybe slightly off with this timeline, but not tremendously off. But if you looked at like the 2015-16 time frame... Uh, you really saw Snapchat kind of elevated into a very prominent position from a social media platform perspective. And it was kind of, in some sense, it was kind of like filling a bit of a void there uh, between Instagram and TikTok. So if you look at the, again, if you look at the history, like Facebook emerging in 04, Twitter emerging in 07, Instagram in 2010, TikTok in 2018-19, It's easy to forget that for a brief moment there, in 1516, I want to say, that Snapchat had really become the rage. And it was kind of all happening based on this aspect of Snapchat where messages disappeared after a certain amount of time. So you could, you know, and if you look at the original conception of the concept, I mean, the, the, the gentleman who created Snapchat was looking for a way to communicate, I believe, with his fraternity brothers and they were trying to find ways to like say stuff to each other that wouldn't stick around and they wouldn't have to be, you know, wouldn't have to answer for later in life <laughs> or whatever. I mean, it's not the exact story. I encourage you guys if you're interested in it to take a look and, and look up Evan Spiegel. Evan Spiegel uh you know created Snapchat and, and you can look into like, you know, what he says the reason was that he that he did it. But the point is, this novelty that it doesn't live forever. It's not like sending tweets and then those tweets sit on your timeline forever or something like that. You know, this was a situation where, you know, you could you could post stuff and you knew that it would go away and it would be gone. And if somebody screenshotted it, it would alert you to that fact and you would know, okay, that person screenshotted my, you know, my content. And now I don't want to ever allow them to see it again or whatever. So so this was a novelty that was really very interesting. And I think, you know, at that time, uh, you have to remember this is before Instagram stories, before Facebook stories, before, you know, short TikTok videos. So this was at a point when content was seen in a little bit more of a curated form. You know, you curated what was on your Facebook timeline. You curated the pictures that you posted on your Instagram feed, right? And Snapchat introduced an option to post content more informally, more off the cuff, more behind the scenes. And it's really interesting when you think about it that way because today, when we think about that kind of content, we think about stories, particularly Instagram stories. We think about TikTok videos and we think, oh, that's, you know, snack size content. That's quick stuff that people can just throw up there and they know it's going to go away or they know it's not going to be taken too seriously or whatnot. But we kind of tend to forget that. And I mean, you know, my mentor, uh, Gary v, uh, he doesn't forget. Uh, he, he actually has mentioned this before. Uh, but 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 it's interesting to remember and to note where that kind of content originally stemmed from and where it originally grew out of. And I think the issue is, you say, well, what happened, Chris? Like, what, you know, why don't I use Snapchat? Why don't I care care about Snapchat if that's where all this sort of started from? And the answer is Instagram stories. So later on in 2016, I forget the exact month. I think it might have been the summertime or early fall. So let's just go in between and say, I'm going to guess August 2016, if I had to, you know, somebody. Forced me to pick a month and, and year, um, but in somewhere in that summer fall of 2016, Instagram rolled out essentially a copycat feature known as Stories, and Stories would disappear after 24 hours. So you could string together, you know, uh, you know, different pictures, text, video clips, audio clips, whatever. You could string together. These elements into a story, and each element from the point that you posted it would be gone 24 hours later. Okay. And so when that happened, people who had been building their Instagram, you know, base, their follower count from all the way back in like the 2010 timeframe, uh, you know, which I believe is when Facebook acquired Instagram and it really blew up, they said, Well, wait a second. I've been on Instagram now for, you know, five, six, seven years. and I've got a huge following there and I've come over to Snapchat just just recently, you know, 2015, 16 time frame. And I've got, you know, a fraction of the followers. If stories does the same thing that snaps do, well, let me go back over to Instagram and just make stories. And boom, that siphoned off uh, all kinds of um, that siphoned off all kinds of traffic and, and attention and interest in Snapchat. I mean, not necessarily overnight. I can't really remember what it did to the to the um the uh the rate of accounts being opened on Snapchat. I don't know if it like you know precipitously plunged or if it you know dropped over time. I believe it was more protracted uh although the news itself was kind of groundbreaking uh when when uh, Instagram came out with stories because everybody could see the writing on the wall. Okay? And what's really interesting is if you go back to Gary's uh um Gary V's um Daily V's, where he was documenting his work days starting in December 2015. If you look at those first few episodes in, in uh, late 15, early 16, he's all about Snapchat. In fact, that's the pro- the platform he mentions the most is Snapchat. But later in 2016, when Stories drops, you see him change the tune and say, "Well, wait a second. Now that Instagram is doing Stories, that's going to draw people back over because they have larger, more than likely, they have large, uh, large er follower accounts." on Instagram than they do on Snapchat. So that was kind of the you know the dirge uh, you know got played at that time for uh you know for Snapchat. And 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 so that that really started the downward trend. Now, if you come into the present day, Snapchat is not dead. Snapchat is alive and well. It has hundreds of millions of users. I forget the exact number. And it's actually kind of hung in there interestingly by I believe it was the first platform that actually started compensating creators for going viral. So like if you created a viral snap, you know, Snapchat just sent you a check, you know, out of the blue. But of course, as TikTok started doing the same thing and YouTube Shorts started doing the same thing, now I believe that Snapchat payments for viral snaps and, and uh, you know, high, high like count snaps has gone down. So like if you were an early, you know, adopter of doing snaps to go viral and you were making money off of it, you probably aren't making the same amount of money off of it now. And I think I even read an article over the last few months that uh, cited a couple of people who are like, "Hey, in the beginning, I got six-figure checks from uh, from Snap. Now I'm getting like you know a couple thousand bucks or whatever." But you know that goes to the whole context of this war between YouTube Shorts and Instagram Reels and uh, and TikTok and now and now Snapchat Snaps, where you you, you know you have people vying for or you have these platforms, excuse me, vying for creators to come on and make content you know, mostly or exclusively on their platform. So it's really kind of an interesting evolution there. I mean, the whole history of this stuff is kind of fascinating to me. But you say, Chris, I still don't get it. I've been listening to you for 10 minutes. What's the point? The point, guys, is, and I'll just get to it right now, I'll wrap up, is if you have been using Snapchat or you've considered using Snapchat and you see that its format for loose, informal, behind-the-scenes content just works better for you compared to Instagram stories or, or TikToks or Reels or, you know, whatever other mechanism you're, you're thinking of uh, utilizing, then I would encourage you to go with it because there there, there is a loyal following and audience to be found on Snapchat. It, it's not dead. It's not going away tomorrow. It's a viable platform. And it has been in the game with regard to creating bite-sized content. So, really, you know, if you say, all right, Chris, forget about the platforms for a second. What would I be doing with this kind of content anyway? And let's say you haven't heard some of our other episodes about TikTok and Reels and so forth. Well, let me say this. If you're running a business that you feel on any level, you can open up some of the, the looser, more informal, more behind the scenes moments, and you can connect with your audience and create that no like, and trust factor, then those formats... The, the uh, Instagram reels and stories, the YouTube shorts, the TikTok videos, the, the Snapchat snaps. That's where you're going to do that sort of thing. Okay, that's where you're going to execute on that kind of content. And I remember actually, you know, uh, just kind of uh, going real time with you guys, it kind of popped into my head. I watched a tutorial on Snapchat that had been made in like the 2016-17 time frame. And it was all about, you know, how should a business owner use Snapchat. And the entire presentation was about just documenting your day, no matter how irrelevant you thought the moment was. It was just the idea that you were going to open up the, you know, open up the aperture a little bit and show your audience like who you are. You know, here's me getting up in the morning. Here's me making a cup of coffee. Here's me getting into my car. Here's me commuting to work. Here's me settling in for the day. Here's me making my to-do. You know, and you're like, yeah, Chris, okay, I got it. I got it. I got it. I'm doing it that way on purpose because because that's what that kind of content was made for. You know, you wouldn't post the types of things I just ticked off on Facebook. You wouldn't post those types of things in your, you know, more, more than likely. You would not post those like in your Instagram news feed. But a platform like Snapchat that's super whimsical, you know, super, you know, off the cuff, you could do that. In fact, a very famous person who did that and kind of popularized Snapchat, probably the person who popularized Snapchat here in the United States was DJ Khaled, okay, a Miami-based DJ who's very big in the hip-hop world and community and culture. And and he, you know, when he was first using Snapchat, I mean he was just snapping everything. I mean, it was just like, you know, the guy was out in his pool and he was diving into his pool and he was floating on his swan in his pool. And it was just like one thing after another that you would argue, you know, didn't belong on other platforms that he was snapping, uh, you know, making snaps out of and posting to Snapchat. So that kind of really put it out there in the forefront a little bit and, and, and popularized it on some level. And so, you know, if you guys are willing to do it, and I think you should be at least considering it, that's, that is a way you can use content like that. That's a way you can use a platform like Snapchat. Okay. And it's not the only one, but giving that behind the scenes look, giving that intimate look at like who you are and how you do business and how you conduct your day, and and really just producing that content every day because guess what that's a very repeatable series of events you do probably every day you probably get up every day go to work make a to-do list you know get your coffee you know do emails whatever these are things you do pretty regularly so it's a constant source of content and it and it fits very very nicely on the Snapchat platform the problem for Snapchat is it doesn't just fit on Snapchat anymore and in the beginning 2015 16 it really was the only place to do that. So, so I would wrap up by saying this, guys. If you're not using Snapchat and you're making good use of the other platforms, let's say you're good, you're, you're good with Instagram stories or you're good with TikToks or you're good with YouTube shorts, stay there. I wouldn't really worry right now about trying to get that content over to Snapchat. Now, if you have somebody who can repurpose it for you and it's not going to take up your time and they're just going to kind of get you into an omni-channel situation there where it gets posted everywhere, of course, post it everywhere. But if you're a one man show, one woman show doing your own digital marketing and you're really making good use of some of the other more, I guess, you know, prominent platforms, I wouldn't worry so much about Snapchat. However, if you're not doing this kind of content or you you have not really gained any traction on the other platforms, I would encourage you to take a look at Snapchat. I mean, honestly, I can't attest to it personally. But I know, you know, from all of the things that we keep track of and I stay on top of personally with social media and digital marketing, that Snapchat's still in the game and it still has a nine-figure audience out there. Okay, and, and to be honest with you, I don't even have to have run ads on Snapchat to know this. Its ads are going to be less expensive than Facebook and Instagram. Okay, so if you want to run ads and you're not so sure about the budget for, like, Facebook and Instagram, you can go over to Snapchat and say, okay, I might as well get started somewhere. Let me get started on Snapchat. Let me start... You know, building a presence there and taking advantage of some of the lower cost, you know, ad structures and things of that nature. Okay. So it really kind of depends on A, how far along with you on other platforms in terms of mastering them and building an audience, and B, you know, how inclined are you to this type of content? And then I think you can make a decision about whether you're going to be on Snapchat or not. Okay, guys. So, I can't tell you that we'll never talk about Snapchat again here on the podcast. Uh, There's a good possibility that, yes, at some point we will return to it. Uh, But it's not a big factor in what we do talk about here because it's not one of the platforms we make the most use out of. And it does have a lot of redundancy on other platforms that are much more popular right now. Uh, But again, that always creates an opportunity. Where there's popularity, there's a crowded marketplace. Where there's less popularity you may find more organic traction. So that's why I say do not rule it out. Take a look at it. See if it fits with your approach and your strategy and the tactics you want to use for your business. And then make a determination from there. And if you guys really want, you know, if if there's enough demand to hear more about Snapchat and, and talk about it and go into tactics, uh we we can accommodate that and we will we will meet that uh that that requirement uh from our audience. But you know right now, like I said, it's it's a less relevant platform to us than some of these other behemoth kind of platforms right now, like Instagram and YouTube and, uh, and even TikTok. Okay, guys, so we're going to wrap it up here. Uh, we will be back at the end of this week with episode 53, uh, anticipating that one to be published on Friday the 22nd, but, you know, might be a slight change there. Uh, but look out for episode 53. Uh, definitely hope you enjoyed today's episode. Uh, you know, follow us on Facebook uh, uh, at Transform, LinkedIn, same thing. Uh, and also check out the website, PrinceForum.com. We always appreciate you like, sharing, and subscribing, liking, sharing, and subscribing uh, to the podcast here as well. All right, guys. Thanks, thanks again. Hope everybody has a great midweek uh, and uh, gets to the weekend uh, as fast as possible. And uh, we'll talk again soon. Thanks so much, guys. Bye-bye.